Two, one. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Back in Detroit is different studios. It's Kari Frazier right here with one of my main man, homie in crime, way down ten toes. My man Maceo, how you feeling? What's going on? What's going on? All right, now the first episode got off to a hell of a start as we've gotten a lot of different takes from different people. We just got the most recent one that it was interesting, which we got to get deeper into that later on at another time, but. This is Searching for Claire Huxtable. It is an episode show about love interest from the black male perspective in the archetype of Claire Huxtable being who we're searching for because that's who we were grown up on as 80s babies. And now we have a very, very interesting show. We have two guests. We have Brianna and Erica. How y'all doing today? Pretty good. All right, all right. And Brianna had a post a couple weeks back that I responded to and it's kind of getting into the conditioning and more so the way that men are raised and women are raised. Because her post was one thing, really, in, in my eyes, it's like men need to step the hell up. And, you know, the classic phrase of, you know, men ain't shit, sort of, kind of. It was from that perspective. And uh, and this is me paraphrasing it. Right, right, but right. why don't you give your take and then Brianna's going to come with her point and then we can go from there. Maceo, why don't you kick it off? Okay, we're going to do it like this. Uh, we decided to uh, title this show, I Can Do Bad By Myself. 
Okay. Now, as we get into segment one, hold on, hold on. As we get into segment one, okay. Now, according to our guest, Brianna, a lot of men don't take responsibility for nor address the emotional baggage that they bring to relationships. Okay. Quote, I see so many great women suffering in toxic relationships in the name of sticking it out and being the anchor for their household. It's just not fair. She goes further to say, a lot of guys, not all, tend to either walk away, let her figure it out, or really believe she will always be your option. It's rare that the man steps up and takes ownership of the BS they are on. They would rather, I'm sorry, they rather allow the woman to take on, a, a, okay, let me see. I know you're sitting up here. No, 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 no. kicking in. No, 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 no. Absolutely, because this is what she wrote. I mean, all right, I ain't trying to get into the. I'm not going to be all with the grammar police, but I'm just going to go there. They rather allow the woman. Women. They rather allow the women to take on a lot of the responsibility for the breakdown of the relationship. But the reality is, it takes two. Okay, uh, Brianna, we'd like for you to uh, elaborate on that. Yes. Well, kind of like a. Uh -huh. It was so long ago. Uh, is really? that the full version of what it's saying? It is not the full version. I have a version. Well, I have a version. version. Yeah, but I mean, it's, well, it's, it's well, what she quoted. Everything what, else was just pretty much full. Yeah, basically what, I'm, what I was No, I didn't leave right. nothing out. That's not right. Okay. Basically what I'm saying is, um, I noticed from like my circles of women that get in relationships, and when things kind of like break down within the relationship, we tend to try to figure them out trying to figure ourselves out. You know, we tend to go to therapy before like the guy goes to therapy. We always like tend to go and do our own inner work um, versus a lot of men handle their baggage and their damage. But I believe that, you know, we're all damaged goods at the end of the day. Um, but I just don't see as many men own their damage or their, their brokenness in a sense. And I think with any relationship, if you bring it in, those broken pieces, you know, I, I'm dealing my own. And then you're coming to this relationship and bringing your own, it's just created like a toxic mess. You know, I see that a lot. And I just don't see a lot of men stepping up and owning their issues and addressing those issues. Prior to the relationship? Yeah, prior to the relationship. Well, I mean, ideally, wouldn't that be better? It would be. Yeah. And that's why I feel like, you know, a lot of men don't really um, address. They'd rather move on to the next relationship looking for the better woman, looking for the clear hooks. Tight. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think, Erica? Well, I thought about her statement. I mean, I I agree with Brianna. It's like we're mostly in the same circle of friends, and I mean, just within the last month, I've seen several of my friends go through situations and very toxic relationships, and more like more often than not, the guy came to the relationship with baggage. We didn't find out until later on. The, the layers get pulled back, right? And so, then because relationships are our mirrors. Because uh, then when it blows up, it's like we're left to to try to you know piece things back together. Okay, what could I have done? Or, you know, and he goes on about his way. You know, he doesn't even address the issues or address his baggage or his part in the relationship souring. And that's why I say it takes two. You know, and from the circle of women that I've you know witnessed, we typically can own our stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 are willing to communicate. You know, and willing to own. Some women don't own, but um, the circle of women that I'm talking about own our issues, you know, and it seems like the men shut down, 
you know, they emotionally disconnect and, you know, either like you keep going off social like, yeah. And I can speak for myself or a couple of men that I've dealt with. It's like with their emotions, it's like on and off switch. It's like, okay, I don't wanna deal with this clip, it's off. Yeah. And you ain't dealing with it. Which I think is a really It's good. like a it's like a I get it, it's like a defense mechanism to a certain degree. They don't wanna feel the hurt or feel the pain or look weak because they wanna because they don't wanna connect with their emotions. So that's like their way of coping. They rather detach and distract. Okay. Now my question is what type of bad Let's be, can you be a little bit more specific about the baggage? I think it all depends on the guy. You know, um, at the end of the day, like I said, I feel like we all damaged goods to a certain degree. And a lot of our damage came from childhood. And it depends on whatever issues might have happened in their household. Um, okay, so are you are you talking about the emotional baggage that he's bringing? Is it a result of failed relationships? Not being able, able to love? I think the first relationships that you establish are the relationships that you have with your parents mm -hmm. or, or caregivers. And you, it, it typically spills over into the relationships that you develop as you get older. You know, as you develop the intimacy or try to create intimacy uh, with a partner. So it just depends on what whatever the damage might have you know, been done. I don't know, case by case. Okay. Well. But my, I guess my general statement is, whatever the issues are, they typically don't get addressed. Okay. And that's why we kind of need to know a little bit of an example of an issue. Also, I'd like for you to define toxic relationship. What's a toxic relationship? Um, codependency. I see that a lot. Passive aggressive, but that kind of goes into codependent where you really look to that partner to fulfill um, all your voids or make you happy. Okay. Or, and you're saying men men are more codependent no, no, or I'm women are, men or? are more or women are more. It oh. just happens. Uh, it's like codependent relationships just tend to be like the norm you know what I mean you think so yeah yeah you I think do. so Macy oh like absolutely not I don't either I, I do not seek have you ever been in a codependent relationship okay what what was that what did it look like why did you define it as codependent um typically like I said when you look for the other person to fulfill those voids the other person to make you happy the other person defines your happiness um or you know, I don't. I guess that's that's the best way I could define it. You know, you just look at the. I feel like I'm on a yeah, yellow man's ear yeah. show or something. Or What's or like it? We need. Yeah, yeah. Or you have to yeah fit that mold. Right. Yeah, fit that mold. You have to be clear. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have these ideals. You know what I mean? Versus really getting to know the person independently. You know, instead of looking for the other person mm. to fulfill you. This sounds a little bit of like a pre-conversation that was like about thirty minutes ago. But uh, but furthermore, let me let let's get further into this definition because it's like real vague I, right now. I feel like a okay. toxic relationship is any time when staying in the relationship is is doing more harm to you than it is good. But how do you but how do you define what's harm? How do you define what's harmful? Because some people I think are comfortable and some people would rather be comfortable. And hurt themselves because they come from hurt. You know, the yeah, hurt people exactly. hurt people. Absolutely. And I also think also about this whole quote, like my response was in a lot of ways that you talked about self-work. I think a lot of men are always developing themselves, but the way that they're developing themselves is to go after what they seek in life. So what they seek in life in a man, depending upon what age he is. Developing yourself if you're going forward trying to seek what you want in life. 
that doesn't necessarily mean that you're working on your inner self. Yeah, you're right. physically going but, toward what you want to do, but you're not working on. Your but I think they are. I think men are a lot working on their inner selves. Uh-huh. I think the thing is, they may not be working on what you feel like is where he needs to be, or but he's going where. He wants to go. If if anything is very true about physical. most, but no, I mean, I mean, even in the inner. If anything is very true about most men, is most men are generally driven towards where they want to be. Mm-hmm. So I would say that if anything, he's manifesting where he wants to be in his inner self, externally how? as well. How? How? Oh, give me an example of a guy that you think wasn't working on his inner self, and why you think he wasn't working well, on I his inner self. Exactly. Yeah, I want to know which, which, how you define going after what he wants. Like, how does that connect with his inner self? Because he feels that when he gets what he wants, he will be happiest. If what he wants is something to eat, then it'll be that. So it could be just as surface as getting something to eat. If he wants uh, to play basketball, it can be just as surface as playing basketball. He's chasing the emotion. Are you saying that he's chasing? Most men are chasing the emotion that they seek in life. So his happiness or where he wants to be in life depends on what he can attain not in a he, lot of ways it could be yeah. what he can attain it also could also right, be the safety you know, of but exciting. a lot of men also care about the safety of the people that are closest to them and that could be their mother that could be their daughter that could be their son that's that could be their nephew that yourself. could be their uncle yeah. but that makes them yes it does because that will bring them a level of happiness and they'll feel like my responsibility is to make sure and ensure that they're taken care of. And when they are taken care of, but and what I'm trying to say is, and this is what I'm trying to say. The disconnect is right here. You all feel as though that's not working on your inner self. When I feel that he's already drawn up what he wants and he says, if I get this in my life, I will be happy. So I'm going towards that and I'm moving towards that. That's not one thing. There, it's too much disconnect, Macy. But you're neglecting you. You the, the inner self. Like, exactly. So you're working toward making the money, you know, providing a household. And then you see these men who are, they sit down, they're super stressed out, they have nervous breaks down. Because mm-hmm. they haven't worked on themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can go on, like, what's going to make them happy again? The happiness is external. Right. You know, it's, you're not, it's not internal. But like, most, but that's what I'm saying. That's but like, most men are, yeah, most that's men that's are very that's, happy. That's what I'm saying. That's part of that, that. Yeah. No, you no, can't speak no, for most no. men. Most no. men are very no, happy. No. You all are speaking for most speak men. No, you all are speaking for most no, men. So no, I, I'm yeah, having the same generalization. Okay, and now we get okay, into the. I think it's, it's. I think it's generally because based on the whole like condition of like how where men are at the only reason a man would be unhappy is because somebody has presented an idea of yo dude where you at in life you kind of on some bullshit and then the guy be like damn let me examine my life i guess i am on some bullshit that's generally when a man is unhappy so a man can examine himself? It's generally somebody from the outside examining who he is, yeah, passing the judgment that's on him. And it's generally the woman he's kicking it with. Yeah. And then it's like, that's yo, dude, that's you need to step that's up. That's the emotional lead that I'm saying. Why yeah. do we have you to carry so much? Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Why do we have to carry that? Uh, but he was burden. happy. But you passed the judgment on the dude to say he's not inner working. I, I missed that. Meaning yeah, like, I'm happy. 
Okay. I'm 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 cool. This external shit that you call an external is the stuff that brings my life joy. I love coming home and playing my video game. I'm great. And then it's like, yo, is your life gonna become more than this? Are you gonna care about more than playing this video game? And it's like, damn, I never really thought about anything other than that. I'm happy right now. You feel like you're not happy. You're projecting this onto me. That's what makes a person. I mean, you have the physical side, spiritual side. That's the ego you talk about. Those are all things that makes ego. Okay, so are we talking like Sigmund Freud ego? Are we talking Sigmund Freud ego and like the let's whole not, idea? No, of no, 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 no. no. Let's not that? go there. We don't want to. Okay, all right. Let's, let's go with the Freudian theory. Yeah, yeah. 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 Take it. Like, well, and this right here, it's like, can we just have a, you know? But I'm trying is. to say that most men, I think, are pretty happy. No, if, no. Okay, well, how do you? How do you? Okay, well, then let me ask you this: domestic violence relationships, like a lot of times in domestic violence relationships, when it's the man who's the, you know, the that's the, you know, guys, you know, peeing on or whatever. Domestic violence is very but, real. But then that's domestic violence, but on a, but I that's, that's a, an extreme situation. What, what could be more acceptable could be a man that's, um, um, I'm trying to think of a better example. Speak from personal experience. That's a very good idea. Okay. Speak from personal experience. Most recent, most recent. Okay. Um, I no names. I dated a guy. Um, he had some deep did he tell you he had deep rooted And when did you yes, find out? I didn't identify that until. Did he tell you he had deep rooted issues? No, it's so many words he didn't admit it. It's so many words. His behavior. Me, he tell, yeah, his behavior. He, he would tell me his dynamic with his family, um, some experiences that he went to. So it's kind of like I came up with this conclusion based off of what he told me, and then looking at his behaviors and patterns. Okay. So um, he wasn't like a woman beater per se or anything like that. Well, he wasn't a woman beater or abuser, but he was uh, more so. Passive aggressive. passive aggressively manipulative and still held me responsible for his actions. Okay, now, quick, quickly, uh, I'm sorry, quick question, not to throw you off, but how soon did you find that out or how soon was that identified, that behavior? Uh, I'd say about four, three or four months in. So it three, took you three or four months in. Okay, go ahead. Um, and a lot of our issues, again, was, you know, because he made me feel like I wasn't enough. I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't coming over enough. Enough. Mm -hmm. Like it just was never enough, but a lot of that because was because of his own inner issues, insecurities, and so his forth. Own insecurities. But he, yeah, exactly. So at one point, you know, I started looking at myself like, hey, maybe I'm not doing enough, or maybe it is me. But I had to do it a reflection. Like I can own my stuff, you know, and I'm not perfect. But at the same time, he was the only hit. Okay, and also. This is this kind of alludes to what Way was saying earlier. A lot of times you don't know until somebody brings it to your attention. So he was saying that the guy is in a comfort zone until a woman speaks up and says, hey, all you're going to do is play video games all day. Why don't you do something else with your life? He's like, well, shit, I thought video games was the shit. I guess I should. So you thought that ideally, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you were what every man would want. Your behavior was, you know, 
you know, conducive to right. most relationships. Yeah. And then he said something to you and you just kind of took a step back and was like, okay, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, or maybe I should try harder in these areas. It's not to negate anything that you haven't already done or to say that you aren't where you should be, but it's just like somebody else brought a behavior that they thought should be improved to your attention. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where Wade was going you know, along the path he was going yeah. to earlier. Right. But, okay. And, 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 so, and, and, yeah, exactly. I think what, what she said, that's what relationships right. do. Relationships are typically our mirrors to let us know exactly where we're at. Absolutely. And a person could be receptive or they could deflect. Right. And this particular and situation. Yeah, this so you took responsibility. Yeah. Did some self-evaluation mm -hmm. and said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to tweak a couple things and see if what work. he really said was what was wrong and it's going to work. Right. And okay. so you tweaked and then. And then it was now, still issues. Right. Now, he wasn't owning his. Okay, now, I do have to think about this. As Brianna was just saying that, let me say this. When I interact with men, because we're, it's like the level of machismo, men are generally probably presenting more of a uh, heightened sense of self when interacting with another man. So my perception of most men being happy is based on my perception of how I deal with them. Because I intimately will never deal with a dude. So it's certain sides I'm not seeing of that same guy that's even my homeboy. But from what I perceive and most of what I see in the actions of most men that even, and then this may happen because of my energy about how I do most of everything that I do in life too. Like men know if they're around me generally, it's like, yo, dude, what are you working on? Are you moving towards what you're working on? Are you focusing on what you're working on? Are you going towards what that shit is? And I want to support you and I want to see you reach whatever that goal is, however it may be, because that's my whole energy. I feed off the energy of what do you want to do? Why don't you go after it? Go get that shit. You know what I'm saying? So and even though that is something that I think, uh, and I'm, I'm going to give the, uh, the, the ball to, we have another guest in the house, Rihanna's sister, Berhinda is in the house. I've known her for a while, a hell of a performer, spoken word, and she's about to give a piece, and I knew she would uh, definitely speak in this episode, too. As uh, as Maceo said, she's like the people's court corner. I'm like, nah, she ain't gonna be that shit. But furthermore, I think that also, my energy may project off onto others, and I don't think it is external if you go after what you want, because it's still the initiative of what you're seeking and it's about the manifestation of having the affirmation in life to go towards everything that you seek and as far as i'm concerned that's a level of happiness because autonomy is happy no and very key which was intimacy you will never have an intimate relationship. Yeah, sure. You'll never have with a dude. With, with a dude. No, I'm not gonna be laying down with a dude, exactly. and he ain't gonna be like, yo. When I was so, in the fourth grade, this dude, you know, rub against my boots. About, about, uh, <laughs> you know, Maceo was very eloquent in his in his assertion about how I appreciate girls that. are conditioned and mm -hmm. how the boys are conditioned. We are, yes. So in the pillow talk, I have a girlfriend who was a very high price call girl in Las Vegas. What's what's high price? Well, she said she was high price, but that's not the point. The point is, is that in Detroit her, high price, the Vegas no, high price. Yeah, Midwest. She said this: most men wanted to talk. It was less sexual, and she was actually more like a counselor. And she's seen I've heard high, that. I've I heard mean, that. I'm talking about balling, balling, emotionally going back to you know when I was a little boy. You know, this was my dynamic with my father. I mean, really pouring themselves out in a way that they didn't show their wives, that they didn't show like their boys, because you know it's kind of I think a little bit of competition. No. 
Now well, I have to now I have to flip the table too because the same way that my homeboy won't talk to me a certain way, I guarantee your call girl girlfriend ain't gonna tell you that. Like, yo, this dude paid me some extra money to pee on me. No, let me tell you, I can vouch for it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not but it, it was yeah, some strange shit that, that happened too. That's all I'm saying though. Yeah, I'm not saying that that part didn't happen. Pay a little change for some strength. But what I'm saying is that there were emotional stories of men that had certain bottles that they needed to have in public. Yeah. They didn't have the safe space to be vulnerable. And like you said, the intimacy piece, which is a, is a yeah. huge trust piece, is vulnerability. I agree. I've seen that firsthand where men just want to talk. And I know someone personally who's a dancer or whatever. And I've been at her while she was at work with her and seen her just talk to men and get money. Never have to go in a VIP room or anything, just talk. Like I've, I've seen a person. Thing. And I think that the stripper and the, the prostitute are just like representatives of where they feel they're comfortable. Being right. Being yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think certain women, you know, it's your woman. Some guys do feel vulnerable and you, you see that vulnerable side of your man and you see what demons he's fighting every day type of thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you could tell me all day what your issues are. But what are you doing about them? Yeah, what are you doing about and, them? And I guess this is where I, I, I guess in, in response to this whole thing, and I may be putting myself on an island with this where you all may not believe it, but my whole energy and spirit of anybody that meets me is go after what you seek, figure out where you're going, and then when you get there, if things that's change. Aspect. No, yeah. I'm not discrediting. It's important mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's one side. That's, like, you can't have one without the business. other. But, 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 but it's all in the same thing because, as far as I'm concerned, to even have the confidence to move forward, it takes a lot of inner work. To, to Because what you battling, especially being a black man in America, it takes a lot of inner work. So, I mean, to get the external shit, it takes a lot of internal shit. So, as far as I'm concerned, like, to move forward and progress, it takes, especially as a man. But see, if you want to take on any responsibility on, right? and role. The PTSD that exists in our community, a lot of the mental health that exists in our community, I agree. are conditioned to not talk. I suppress. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we, we, we generally, generally, and this is even, I mean, this was a, this was a point that I even had in, in one of my responses to Brianna's post, because as she was saying, like going to church and everything, I think generally the problem with that with a lot of men isn't necessarily a person that it's the delivery process and who the deliverer is, because anytime it's a post about church, it'll generally be like a bunch of men that'll say, oh, that dude's a pimp or whatever, because it, it's he more of a male idea. But in a lot of ways, some of that is the conditioning of how we were raised to 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 evaluate anything that will be presented to us in a leadership role as we have been conditioned to lead. Now, due to some of the things that have happened in our community and some of the things that has happened historically to black men specifically, it's like a distorted way of leadership and it's distorted ways of leadership we take. So it's some strength in that, and it's also some weaknesses. I, I don't think, I think it's like yin and yang to most things in life. Now, this causes what I think some may perceive as men not working, but I do think but more often than not, men world. aren't, but even but to work on the external, you gotta have some internal. Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. That kind of makes me think of the phrase when they say some of the richest people in the world are some of the loneliest. Yeah, and, yeah, and unhappy, and depression, right. all that. You can attain so much externally. 
that these yeah, I'm like, a lot of people have and they don't even they're not even like diagnosed you know depression river that, of phoenix heath ledger I mean, we can think about all these famous people that committed suicide yeah and you would think like, but it's okay, a lot of people yeah, but that's that a lot of, it's a lot of people that are are straight up down the street committing suicide too i mean i would say it's probably more of a normality an inner world okay to be successful in the external you know world the, yeah being motivated to get the money get the condition all the, the material things but you can still have that emptiness you know and that's what i'm talking about that that emptiness feeling yourself and a lot of men do not tend to that and I would say that that's an assumption because I think that if you progress in life, I see it. Like my last situation, he battled with depression and anxiety. He didn't address these things, and that's not something you go to in the relationship. Okay, I'm dealing with some anxiety and some depression. Do you give me a hug? That's not going. That's not going to happen. I mean, that's not. Loki, Loki, what's so crazy is last night at the bar when I was chilling with my homeboy. He was talking about. Depression specifically, yeah. and I was and like, "Yeah." His way of masking it is through sex. No, he wasn't. No, okay, yeah. Like, or alcohol. Or alcohol. You see these like, men. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just so you can see where these men kind of distract themselves, and it looks like it's normal. You know, it looks like he's having a healthy, fulfilling life, but you never know if these are his. Um, Coping mechanisms, these unhealthy coping mechanisms. To deal with well, the I demons. Told him, yeah, I, was, exactly. I told him, I mean, but, like, I talked to him. Then you deal with how why men might go into cheating. You know what I mean? Like, all that could stem from some type of deep emotional we, issue. We, okay. To kind of get back on topic, mm -hmm. I want to know, and we'll start with you, E, if we can call you that. We'll say this. Why do you think it's easier for men to move on? In these type of relationships, the ones you say identify as toxic, and you know, you know, the man has issues that he has to work on. Why do you think is the separation from the relationship is easier for men to move on as opposed to the woman? I feel like it, I feel, I feel, personally, I feel like women are more so emotionally attached um, to the situation, and for, for men, it's easier to just jump ship and find someone who would just take it. You know, another distraction, right? Just, just, just somebody else, like just to move on. Versus staying here, dealing with it, trying to stick it out, and actually get to the deep root of the issue. It's easier to just pack up and leave and find somebody else. Okay. Well, I mean, do you feel like it's because you have invested more emotionally than that guy has? You know, do you think that's because we say, like, the nurturing spirit of women? That can be the case sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Or is it because you see the potential in a relationship or the man that he doesn't see in himself? Or the relationship that you want to give it that last push, you know, and he's just like, you know, I'd rather walk away from it than work on it he and start all over. Never, he probably never, he probably limited the amount of emotional investment, investment that he would have put, it in, put into the relationship because some men can come from a space where they don't even feel like they're worthy to begin with. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, I can't. Here's an expectation. It's already going to end. Yeah, start. right. So it's kind of like sabotaging. But don't y'all see these cues yeah, at some point in a relationship where you like, you know what? But it's like it's you, go, you can only go off of the information that you're collecting during the duration of the relationship. So, you know, some women do give a lot of benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but I think that's all part of our own journey. You know, you, you take this information and use it as a learning lesson. Mm -hmm. But I think it's I think it's also energetic. I mean, it goes both ways. Like you said, do you not see the cues? I think women are also conditioned. It's better to have a man than no man at all. No, no matter what kind of condition he's in. Right. 
girl, you better not leave that man. You know it's hard to find love. It's hard to find a good man and enforce those terms of what good men are are lofty. So you need to get your tribunal saying it's better for you to stay in this bad relationship okay. than be by yourself. Okay, so that's, we, we can say that that's, you know, um, outside influences that may sometimes, you know, cause you to accept more than you would normally accept and deal with more than you would normally deal with. But this is my thing. If you know that you have your own threshold and you have your deal breakers, mm -hmm. then it shouldn't matter what anybody else says. That's you right. know what's healthy for you. That's right. You That's know what I'm right. saying? And and you know what? It may be hard to um, meet a man, you know, keep a, a healthy relationship going, etc. But if the if the behavior that the man is displaying or the relationship itself is toxic, then yeah, maybe it is time to, to, to move away because mm -hmm. guess what? Your friend or your circle or your tribunal, like you said, if if their threshold or tolerance of the little stuff, and they'll point out, say, "Well, girl, that's just something you can ignore." That, you know. But if but if that's something that really irritates you, or if that's a deal breaker, then you know you have to just say, "Yo, that's just you know that's not me. That's not how I get down, and you know and that's enough for me." That's right. Um, and then you know you have to either love them from a distance or you know sever oh, ties yeah, completely right. or whatever. You know, depending right. on how emotionally invested you yeah. are. I think sometimes that women. Hang on, and, and men too, but women hang on to um, relationships far too long. I think oh, yeah. that. As expiration age. Yeah, you yeah, know, and, and, and then that sometimes, that's also the baggage that maybe sometimes they can bring into yeah, the yeah, next relationship. Course. You know, that that it, so that disconnect is not there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that disconnect is not there. So I think that, you know, that's why I don't understand. Me and Wade talk about this all the time, but I don't understand um, how women mostly because I'm a man speaking from a man perspective it seems like women are in such a rush mm -hmm. to get into a new relationship or get into a relationship period mm -hmm. without resolving all those past mm -hmm. issues mm -hmm. and it's, it's like you don't there. it's yeah but I mean it's like you getting trying to get over somebody by meeting somebody, somebody else yeah. you know what I'm well, saying whereas People I think like Brianna and Erica are saying that men are doing that same thing yeah. and, oh absolutely and, but I'm and saying in some ways yeah, I, I think it's definitely a people so, thing, but I, like I say, I'm speaking from a speaking man perspective. From a man so, yeah, yeah. but what I do is, it, I feel pressure. I feel right. pressure yeah, yeah. to and perform or to execute. You know, that's what I'm saying. And so, and that's, that's what you and have to why you feel the pressure to be like, okay, absolutely. Uh, you know, set like, your boundaries. Like, talk okay. to young or yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> when you set your boundaries. Right. Okay, you know, but you know what? A lot of times when I say that, you know what, we moving a little too fast. I feel a little pressured. Then I'm indecisive. I don't know what I want. I want to fuck around. I want to be single. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I'm forthcoming with how I feel that you want me to be. But if you feel in here, well, I think the deeper thing is this purpose. You know, Kari and I know each other from, you know, doing art out here. And so it's like we have a purpose that's like a little bit bigger than maybe relationships. Not saying that, you know, there's anything wrong with having relationships, but I think if people understand that you, nobody can be your absolute, that's a lot of pressure. To put on somebody, it's almost like deity, like like you're gonna save me mm -hmm. from myself. Mm -hmm. That is an unfair expectation to put on anybody, male or female. No one can be your absolute. Right. So even if you're in committed relationship, you're not gonna be there twenty four seven. And I think that's an unrealistic expectation to put on somebody to be there twenty four seven. Have a life outside of your relationship. Get a hobby. Go to painting with a twist, or learn how to knit, or go horseback. Anything. Because nobody can be your absolute. And I just think that's unfair to put that kind of onus on someone. And when yeah. you say a lot of women, it's a lot of women do that. Yeah. I want to chime in as well. Um, I was talking to my friend one day, and she was always talking about finding her better half. And I just 
have such a big issue with people saying finding their better half. Like, I don't feel like anyone should make you whole. Right. Before you Absolutely. go in a relationship, you need to be whole as a person. So you shouldn't mm-hmm. be going in trying to say, well, he's my better half. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You guys are good together. He's my better whole. Right. We, we, you we know, compliment not, each not other. Not as two separate. Well, we have your, it's like an inter, interdependent is what they call right. it. Right. Like yeah. You, your person. And then I'm my person, and together our relationship is a whole other thing. Because at that point, mm-hmm. if he's your better half, everything you do is going to be dependent on him. Your mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. happiness, how you feel about life, like, how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? To speak on that quickly, how do y'all feel about the phrase "he completes me" or "she completes me"? Because that's I a phrase that people bullshit. use, that women use, but they use but, it. But they feel, and they feel he's my everything. Yeah. It's casual, but it's something that's expressed. That's, that's, that's that's and as a woman, when you hear your friend say that, you check them? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You should? Yeah. I, I checked her this weekend. We were out. Like, no. Like, we were talking and she was like, you know, she just basically needed, she she was going out on dates because she felt like she needed somebody else to make her happy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Tell her she's beautiful. I'm like, Tell no. Her, yeah. Like, you want to always be unhappy mm-hmm. if you're always looking for somebody to Remind make you happy. You if your happiness is dependent on somebody or yep. something, when that thing leaves, you're going to be back when you started. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sister. But I was just going to say, like, I get chastised by men that they say, like, you're too busy. You got too much going on. Like, I thought you wanted a relationship. And it's like, I, I do. But, you know, the things that I'm doing happen long before you showed up. So I can't stop doing what I'm doing just because you showed up. I mean, I'll make you know make time for the relationship, but then I think it goes back to. But are they saying you don't prioritize them? Yeah. Or you don't prioritize they the relationship? Like is that true? Yeah, prioritizing. But is that true? Them it's all enough. perception, like what they consider prioritizing. Like my last situation, he want to be up under him all day, every day. So that's you different. Know? Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like like it goes back to you know you looking for me to. But you know what? If you examine that situation, you know, in all fairness, though, dude, you know what I'm saying? You're a little bit clingy. That's all that is. You're just a little bit clingy. That has nothing to do with me not fulfilling my role as a potential girlfriend or girlfriend. But if you are super busy, and I'm a guy that's just trying to get in where I fit in, and then every time I come at you with a text or a phone call about a date or a link up, and you say, well, I got this. It was not that. that, It wasn't that issue. We live together. So it's like, I feel like... Shacking. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm messing with you. I'm messing yeah, with no, you. No, no, no. I, no, I, I, I was married. Shaquille okay. so, O'Neal. Um, eventually, eventually, we Shaq got the food. Eventually, we, we got married. But one of the bones of contention in our relationship is here was the dynamic. He was retired. I wasn't. Okay. And so we actually sat down with a couple. They were married like 50 plus years. And he said, he asked the man, like, so what's the secret to longevity in terms of your marriage? He was like, I give up her freedom. Okay. He said, you're way too young to be See, retired. that statement right there, though is the difference between how men and women even look at things. And it kind of goes back to a lot of my response to Brianna. But I I mean, but even that, I mean, his statement goes back to a lot of what I feel like how we engage women. We engage women as if they're possessions as men because we have been conditioned to do so. And in a lot of ways, women have been Condition to yes, want to be yes, possessions yes. as well. Yes. So like to even say a statement like I give her her freedom It's still like yo, she's your possession, yes. right? Yes. And you allow her exactly. to have freedom as opposed mm-hmm. to you know what I'm saying like some Kunta Kinte shit, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like my slave can go into town by exactly. himself, you know what I mean? So I, I 
I this whole discussion is like really like I'm I'm sitting here like from like a fly in the wall perspective mm-hmm. now because so much of this is like me going into thought processes mm-hmm. and things that I haven't identified with or recognized in a long time just based on how I engage the world mm-hmm. based on how I seek to make my life. I I sit around sometimes and I just think to myself like, okay, is it what I'm chasing or is it this emotion that I'm chasing? But furthermore, what is the emotion I'll feel when I have X? And I'll sometimes think like that and I'll try to manifest that through an affirmation in my life. Now that is a Kari Frazier exercise. I think most people when you're saying you're looking at affirmations, but I mean, you know, when you're doing this game of like producing shows and events and music industry, it's very male dominant. So yeah. when you're a woman kind of coming in this thing and you're everything is like, oh, like, oh, you know, you don't, I don't think as a woman you get like the same respect level. And so then when you enter into, you know, intimate partnerships, it can sometimes be a little. But I, I get, I get that same thing more often than not. Like most women always say you're too busy mm-hmm. and I'm not going to engage with you. And I always tell them like, okay, look, I've been doing this longer than you've been here so over time i'm gonna i'm gonna open up windows for you but even though yes i mean in in reality i can't quote unquote i don't even like that phrase make time for it because it is it's an assumption now this kind of relates to brianna's post because it kind of goes back into the idea of who you're engaging and interacting with in the first place and this is where like i still am this may be the conservative side of me into a point where I do think that people are drawn to where they want to be. Now, if where they're drawn to is a place where they're comfortable, but it's not a place where it's healthy for them, that's debatable. But I do think men and women are drawn to where they're comfortable and where they want to be. Now, as they choose to move through life, and if they choose to move through life and say to themselves, yo, I want to try something different because I feel like this was hurtful to me last mm-hmm. time, that'll be different. But most times people end up with people that were just like the last person they were with. Yeah. That's what because we nothing really changed yet. Nothing typically doesn't change because typically people don't do it internal and introspection. And, and, and really, they can change or do differently to and, attract and operate like from a different frequency. And, and even from the ground roots of the conditions of the way we look at relationships and how they're engaged in the first place. Like I've said this for a long time. I think the onus is women are generally making the statements about how important a relationship is. So as far as I'm concerned, women should engage men more often than men engaging women because it's more important to the woman who the man is than the man who the woman is. And that's generally not what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Women should approach men, engage men, interact more, be the pursuer because it's more important who the man she ends up being with than the woman the man generally is with. How so? That's a blanket statement. Mm-hmm. I think because generally if the same situation as you saying that the man is even comfortable and won't do any inner work and he'll just sit and just be like, hey, it is what it is sort of kind of attitude. 
it'll be it'll be okay. Whereas I think that a lot of times, like even in this statement, you know what I'm saying? It's rare that men step up and takes ownership for the BS they are on. So I think that if you're looking for a man that's not on BS, you need to seek that guy and pursue him as opposed to finding out later. generally waiting for a man to walk up to you and engage you. I don't BS. Like you can't do... But but you're already limiting you already <laughs> but you're already limiting the selection process to whatever guy comes up and engages you as most women are. What what, what are you saying, Macy? Oh, no, we got uh, we getting on a point yeah. on a topic. Yeah, 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 I got you. Okay. okay. No, no, continue. Oh, no, you engage, engage, yeah, yeah, engage, yeah. engage. I, I was just gonna say, you know, personally, you know, I'm not about the whole, you know, I would approach a man. It all, it's all about conversation. I will have a conversation with the guy. And from there, you know, just kind of like how we vibe and how we operate, you know, where things typically develop from there. So I'm not necessarily opposed to like approaching the guy or anything like that. But as far as like, um, you know, taking the lead in the relationship, I don't think one should be, I mean, I feel like you can kind of balance between the two. So that's why I'm not really all about the gender roles all the time. Because I feel like, you know, some areas you might be stronger in than I am. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be gender specific. It's just about your strengths and weaknesses. And I feel like it should be a partnership. So if we're working together as a partnership, when those issues arise, we should tackle them as a partner. Not like me taking the lead and identifying, well, you need to do X, Y, Z. Or if I, even if I do it, identify what you need to address. Be receptive to it. Don't deny what the issues are. So, so this would be my question then. So, uh, of your last five interactions with men, in those interactions, let's just go to first three engagements. <clears throat> did you wait for him to call you and say, hey, let's go out? And did he pick the location? And did he pay? And did he choose the engagement? Or did you choose the engagement as well? The last three? I could talk about last relationship. Well, I'm talking about all engagements with men because um, we're I saying guys, uh, it's I, it's I, all. I, you know, we in a digital era now, like social, you know, media, online mm -hmm. dating, and mm -hmm. I inbox guys first, you know, and then he's okay, that's inbox, and then it's like okay, all right, the guy gets and the number, the guy typically, yeah, the guy might, ask and then it's like let's meet up. Let's take it off. It, do you wait for? Do you wait for him to say, let's meet up? Or do you say, I want to go with you to see the Lion King play? I could. I, could, I mean, I, it all depends on the vibe. I'm asking, when's the last time you engaged a guy where it was the first three interactions where it was like, I want to go here and this is what I want to do? Because I definitely can tell you this. If a woman were to do that to me, and that's only really happened two times, it puts her, it puts my head in a different space about what this woman is looking for. But if she's just waiting on me to engage her, it puts my my head in a different space. It's like, okay, it's the flow. It's like, you know, it's the energy. Yeah. 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 I'm not married to a man having to take the lead on everything. I might take the lead in certain When do you take the lead? It's discretionary. It's probably discretionary. I mean, but I'm saying, give me, but but do you feel where I'm coming from, Macy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I absolutely feel where you're coming from, and, and a lot of times, men are. Um, you know, go ahead. No, you know, you're fine. Go ahead. I actually met my last boyfriend like that. We we engaged on social media. I I approached him. I asked him out. I told him where we were going. Granted, the day we were supposed to go out, we ended up switching, and he switched it. But I engaged. And we yeah. Together yeah. For, 
Now, if you if you were to, um, and we don't have to. That was a hard eye roll right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a very okay. hard eye roll that the audience cannot see. I got a um, I got a quick question, and then we're gonna have to um, you know, wrap Go up back. and summarize on segment one. Yeah. But my a quick question, um, to your last point is this: Do you think as you compare, you're engaging him first, that whole relationship or dynamic, as you compare that to the old, do you think that you set the tone? Because of the relationship as a whole, because you engaged him first, and you can, and if so, you compare that to the other. So, what do you think is more effective? I don't feel like I set the tone. I just, I figured. I mean, I wanted to date him, so I, I approached him. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like I necessarily set the tone. I feel like it was me and him working together Mutual, because we both yeah. wanted the relationship. So it wasn't well, like I set the tone. Together. So you don't see any 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 difference in the success or failure of that relationship to the past simply because you engaged him first. No, because I've had situations where I was in, I was with a guy and he approached me first, and we lasted longer than this last relationship. So I don't really feel like that determines anything. I definitely think that that determines things. It puts me in a different headspace as a man, depending upon if I how if I engage her. Or she engages me, Maceo. Does it put you in a different headspace if a woman engages you versus you? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. First of all, I'd be flattered, you know, and then second of all, it will make me, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely, because we're, you know, we're always the pursuers. So if a woman approaches me first and things like that, and it's not the the BS flirty stuff, then okay, yeah, I take, you know, I'm like, okay, I take a step back or whatever. But um, so yeah, first I'm flattered, and then it will make me kind of, you know. Look at her a little differently, you know, in thinking, okay, way, she's a little bit way. more progressive forward. Huh? In a good way. Oh, yeah, absolutely in a good way. Especially depending on what she's saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, if it's if in the context of what she's saying, like if it's flirty and insincere, then it's like, okay, then I'm going to go ahead and react accordingly. Right. You know, right. if it's too aggressive, like, you know, whatever, whatever. Then, and I want to have kids. And- <laughs> yeah, I'm be like, okay, you're going too fast. <laughs> but, you know, if it's right. friendly <laughs> and it's flirtatious, but see. As but a, can she, but this is the thing. I feel like if she engages... It, she can set the tone and I feel like setting that tone it just like gen, in these gender specific roles most times women wait for the man to set the tone why and then are mad over the guy it because it's most times it's, it's the yeah. guy that always engages yeah, most, I mean. most times it is that way but I feel like that's where I feel need to just really identify what it is that we want and not really allow the guy to determine those things for us. But if we engage you, it's kind of like still going to be more so on our terms. Even if I start off, if it's like, okay, if I took you out first and then you're like, okay, next time I'm taking you out. The woman that women that do that with me, I already I have a it's not like I look at them and then say, okay, wow, she's like on um you know, this higher esteem, but it definitely puts me in a different headspace. I'm looking at her differently. I'm going to pay attention to what she says because I'm not saying to myself, she's not sitting around waiting on me to engage her. So I already think she's proactive. more independent yeah, about what she wants and how she wants yeah, things to definitely be. Definitely proactive. And she's setting a standard for how I need to do things with her. Whereas if she's always waiting for me to engage her, it's like, okay, then things basically never it's going done. to be on my own yeah. standard. Yeah, things may never get that. And it's rare that women engage me. Right. But that goes back to the conditioning. We're conditioned, like, if you remember, to be pursued. Yeah, the the old school dance. You gonna wait. To be asked. To be asked. But then if you wait around too long, then you may not not ever get there. Right, let's say Hawkins, right? Then you're you're never gonna dance. I mean, I remember being in my first dance, I think 
rumor of my fifth grade graduation. I wanted to dance. The DJ just keeps on. I was like, hey, girl, you want to dance? And so everybody was like, oh, like that was such a bold move. But it was like. That is a bold move. In the fifth but my like thing that. was. Yeah, in the whatever. fifth grade, that is a very bold move. Well, my move. thing was this. Well, he was cute and I wanted to dance. And so I could sit here my it's whole just party. It's yourself. It's like you know what you want you see what you want and and that rarely happens and what i'm trying to say you know is why? generally the and, and i agree risk it's because of, of the condition risk but of rejection at the same time but at the same time and then the complaint will be that why are men so indecisive why are men so, so not working on themselves why are men, why are so men this why are men that and it's yeah. like you never engage the guy to even flip the channels to change the outcome of what well, you're looking let me, for. Let me, let me take this a few la- la- layers. You like the person at the unemployment circle, office? At least in my circle. We okay. ask ourselves, what did I do to attract this situation to me? Because obviously there's a vibration that I'm coming, giving off, whether conscious or subconscious, for me to even attract this in the first place. So it goes back to doing the inner work. If this is a vibration I don't want to be on, oh, okay, it's no judgment, it's just information. Okay, so this is not the vibe I really want. Thank you for showing yourself to me. This shows me where I need to vibrate. Uh, Maceo, your your facial expression definitely says a statement, so please respond, sir. Please respond, sir. I mean, I agree with that to an extent. You know, uh, the energy you I like that you uh, the energy that you project is primarily the energy that you perceive or receive. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't say perceive. So okay, so but um, but then why are the mistakes so repetitive? It's consciousness. Why do, why do people continue to involve themselves in toxic relationships? Why are there more, why is it more hit, why is it more missed than hit? You know what I'm saying? Why is it more failures than success if this is the, the Lack of consciousness. Well, I mean, but, but you're almost saying that, okay, well, the energy that I project should be the energy that, that I receive. I mean, ideally, that may be the case. You to change the frequency. If, you're, if you see, like, okay, this is the issue, but you don't do anything right. It's like if I say I want to lose 30 pounds, I can sit here and say I want to lose 30 pounds. But, I drop the but you can broadcast the signal wherever. Antennas is up. That's, but you don't exactly. have no control but over who receives. Not, if you're, but the universe is always but watching. You attract, things that you're attracted to still happen on a subconscious level. That's so right. even though we might not want it, we really might be at a place that we think that we're not. And then for whatever reason, the situation presents itself or manifests. And that's when I guess the level of consciousness has to be there where you're like, okay, well, maybe I do have some other areas mm-hmm. I need to work mm-hmm. on. You know, maybe I do need to start, you know, mm-hmm. setting clear boundaries or standing mm-hmm. firm in my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do need to uh, figure out, you know, what it is that I want. Mm-hmm. Is this the whole I'm working on me stage that I hear about? Yes, this is inner work. It always goes back. I'm working work. on me. I'm doing on me. Hashtag Jesus Christ going to church. No, it's not even about religion. My no. best, all that stuff I see on social media. No, I'm just being funny. It goes but back to that though. I mean, as cliche. I'm gonna do me working on me. It, it's not. It's not necessarily saying okay. I'm just not doing a guy or getting to know a guy because you know. Uh, I'm doing me or you know I feel like that's kind of like an arrogance has an arrogant undertone to it I'm doing me mm-hmm. it's not about that I mean you can still do you but just maybe just there's nothing wrong with that it's but you wrong wrong you're yourself. entertaining potential mates while you're working on yourself you can is that good you can is that healthy but it all depends on how much how much you're putting into that other person aren't you always working on yourself though 
Yeah. You should also, be. Yeah. Tell yeah. So, I mean, you got to engage other people while you work. And, and, and that's why there's nothing wrong with well, relationships. Maybe. Because like, some women I, do, like, you know, I mean, I want to know. They don't want to date at all. But it's like you're I really not myself. growing. You're not really growing until you get in a relationship, I feel like. Because relationships, like I said, are your mirrors. You can feel like you're doing good. Like, I was, I was single for, like, seven years where I wasn't involved in relationships until I started dating somebody, like, more, like, on a deeper level. I'm like, dang, I thought I dealt with this. I thought I got over these issues. Typically, those relationships is what shows you where you are. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's anything wrong with you know working on yourself and getting to know somebody else. But I wouldn't necessarily put your all. I think into, it's, it's a pacing. It's, it's difference yeah. between getting to know someone and then saying, okay, now we're coupled. Now we're in a relationship. Because I mean, I think you know sometimes people view relationships like a drug. Like, okay, I'm gonna get married and it's gonna, I'm gonna get married and it's gonna solve all our problems. Except for the problem was opening up the door for both of you, like, hey, come on in, because nobody took the time to really work on the deep rooted issue. And I think that it's, again, to Brianna's point, the, the initiation in terms of working with, let's go to couples counseling. I've never heard a man say, babe, I think we really need to go see I have. Yeah, I've heard people I've say su- that. I've suggested male, that before. The male. Yeah, yeah I've, I've suggested it. I'm a dude. And I've suggested it before. I've suggested it. In a relationship for me, okay. I would never, ever suggest really? that for somebody else's relationship. Okay, Eric, how do you feel? I'm I mean, quickly. I mean, I got a little brain spurt or whatever, but it, I want to go back to you attract what you subconsciously or consciously are or lacking in the inside. I know someone who made a statement and she said, "I don't want to make love; I just want to fuck." And then you meet all these people. Like she's mad that she's meeting these people who just want to fuck. Mm-hmm. But she said that. But you said that. You know so you, but kind of, aren't you always gonna? Aren't you always gonna meet a guy? Aren't you? Isn't fucking always no, gonna come before no, the relationship? No, I mean, but seriously though. Not addressing her deeper issues. Makes you die. Yeah, and it's all that. That's she's like. Now when you really want to, like when she really wants to be with someone who wants to go on a deeper level, she's not meeting them because she still hasn't addressed what's going on inside of, why do I just want to fuck? You know what I'm saying? Why? Detached. Has, uh, and then I have I have this question again. It kind of goes back to the question I was asking before. Does she wait for men to approach her more often or does she approach men? I, I honestly can't say. But I don't think I, that really matters because yeah, she, made a, so. she made a declaration. I just want to fuck. So that means that how many women make the I want to get married declaration and got a ringless finger? But but no, no, no. It still goes back to the the still was going on her subconscious. I want to get married can still put off a certain degree of desperate energy. Like, I just want to get married. Okay, one second. Now now it's like double talk. This is circular logic. No, No, it's not. So a woman that's ringless that says she wants to get married, the first marriage she needs to have is to herself. Exactly. Because when you, I mean, here's okay, the thing. I was like, that threw me off. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. like, because uh, the process that is is like crazy, crazy, crazy. About the completion. You can't wait on somebody else to complete you. And, you know, if a man sees, like, oh my God, like, all she wants to do is is get married, that's a, a, a desperate energy that says, no, 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 that's, I, I can't, she's going to be faced with attraction. Like, I don't want to deal with that. It's going to go back to the woman that you said that. That was coming up oh, to you. That yeah. would come out of one relationship and kind of put the pressure on you because she probably has an idea in her mind that she wants marriage. Tunnel vision. Or, or probably yeah. still holding on to that previous relationship, hoping that that new person can complete it. Yeah, exactly. True. I mean, I, 
I feel like. Yeah, so same guy, you know, different name. Yeah, as we as we move to segment two, it's like uh, it's like one of those Supreme Court decisions where it's agreeing to disagree <laughs> on a lot of levels. But this was definitely a very interesting segment one. Uh, we 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 will table this discussion for another searching for Claire Huxtable episode where we wish to have Brianna, Erica, and then Brenda's gonna probably need her own microphone next time, most definitely. <laughs> but I have a uh, relationship group on Facebook that I wanted. Shout out. Yeah. Okay. It's called Blossom on Facebook. It's about relationships, spirituality, and the interconnection between the two. Okay. Shout out to Floss. Yeah, shout out. Clear. Shout out to them. Most yeah. definitely. And Claire. And Claire is just a Character, right? Yes, I find Claire, Claire, Claire is right. an archetype. That's the term I'm using. But what's her name? Uh, Felicia. Yeah, Felicia. I, I don't know her. I, I never, I never Felicia. saw that. So yeah, we're talking She's about the image. Of, we're, we're talking about the archetype. I mean, I've seen her in interviews. I know more about Claire Huxtable than right. I do a, than a Felicia Rashad. So that's physical, physical. It's some of the physical, it's some of the mental, it's some of the her role in the family structure, it's some of the role with the children, uh, the male and the, and the males. I mean, we would just oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but right. I mean, like like I said, you it's know, I, ideally, you know, we have, uh, all actors and actresses that uh, can't get a role in Hollywood. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, because there's a. a I mean, not to go left before we move into segment two, but I mean, like there there is a lot of of, of positive. Black women on TV yeah. um, that we could have chose, but the Cosby Show was popular, and you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> and Claire Clessible was a prototype of, of you know, you know, and uh, oh no, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. No, you could. We were raised to be Claire Clessible, so I mean, there's nothing wrong with. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You like what you see? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, Wait, you want to move on to sec uh, segment two? Go ahead. Yeah, we can move on to segment two, which that was a great segment one. Definitely, it was a, a, a slug match in the beginning. It started off like a Ayala Van Zant uh, episode with a lot of commentary, but it definitely mm -hmm. carried on to some different things. So right now we'll have some would you rather commentary um, that I'm going to add. And Maceo, you can kick off the first one or you want me to kick off the first one. Well, uh, okay, well, uh, I'll give them a brief introduction. You can choose the first one. All right. Uh, this segment is an opportunity to get to know our guests a little better and see where their moral compass is. Okay, it's all in fun. Each guest will have five Ooh. questions. Each guest will have five questions, time permitting, and explain their answer. Wait, let's go. All right. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. I'm going to change some other things. No. Uh, okay, you got some strange shit on here. Though. Absolutely. What order is it going? Is that the oh. iPhone charger? Whoever wants to go in first. Okay, this is an interesting one. You were probably going to pick this one. Would you rather not have sex for a year or have it every day of your life but not orgasm ever? No sex. Both. Anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah anybody. both. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Not have sex a year. Want to have sex one time a year or have No, no, no. Would you rather not have sex for a year or have it every day of your life but not orgasm ever? That orgasm is that important? I Okay, that's real talk. Now explain oh, your answer. I feel like sex is more so, right. <laughs> I feel like sex is more so, right. 
Child, please. Like, I, I feel like it's more so like the like the joining of the body and like like the soul connection. Like I don't have to orgasm every time. Like to I don't enjoy have the to, experience. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I agree with that. And and y'all were going to explain your answer. Oh, I I got it, man. <laughs> well, orgasms and climaxes are two different things, but you know. No, you can I mean, see I that's what I'm saying. Sex before and not had <laughs> orgasm and still enjoyed it. I mean, that's just me. Like, I'm not saying like I agree with Erica, and I'm a guy that sometimes doesn't come, and sometimes sex can be enjoyable when you don't come. Oh, that's another show, guys well, that don't come. Sometimes you just like pleasure <laughs> your partner. Sometimes it can be men who don't come. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, it's we fake true. them too. Yeah. Sure. Really? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> That's a real episode. I, I didn't turn the tape in the mouth. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. So wait a minute, men Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold. Get question to your question. Two. Get to your question, yes. Mario. Okay. Uh, <laughs> question is: Would you rather have all of your texts in your phone printed in your obituary, or all of the pics in your phone in a video tribute? Erica, you go first. Um, I'm looking at you. You said all of my texts printed. Yeah, all of, would you rather have all of your texts, all of the texts in your phone printed in your obituary? You know. All of the texts printed. Or all of the pictures in your phone in the video tribute. All of the texts printed. <laughs> <laughs> all the text what kind of pictures you got? All the texts printed. <laughs> okay. Be <laughs> more you. Move our phones. Okay. Right. No, don't. That's G right. No, right. Don't get right. photos. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, let's go. Be more of a Let's go around the corner. Text. Wait a minute. She said pictures. Oh, you said text or pictures? I said text. Oh, you said text. So you said text. Mm-hmm. Pictures Pictures. Okay. You because your texts are dirty. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to send dirty pictures, so. You know. But you got dirty texts. I'm not going to that. As if. Go ahead. Wait. DPG. DPG. DPG will come up every episode. All day. All day. I want to backtrack the last question, but I was trying to talk to everybody. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So about the sex being enjoyable. I mean, sometimes it's it's just enjoyable because you like pleasing your partner. So so you don't personally have to orgasm. Like I get pleasure out of pleasing my partner. Hmm. Important. Makes sense. That's what's up. That's good. That's what I, that is what's up. My orgasm is not dependent on anyone. I'm kind of period. Really? Okay. Even if it's but garbage. They said, it's not they, you they said you couldn't for every day. Yeah, every day you wouldn't. You wouldn't climax. So no bullets. No. no. We're talking about no. physical intercourse. Sex. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 but I'm saying like if he doesn't quite get me here, I can't like go to my video. Yeah, finish off. No. No. <laughs> Especially after he leave. Wait, number three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. All right. 
I got a good one. <clears throat> yeah, you got a lot of. I'm trying to go outside the sexual realm. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure cool. all these are sexual. No, 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 it's not. Here no, you go. This is a good one. Right. Um, I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to decide between both. Would you rather change the past or be able to see the future? <clears throat> Good question, Lee. Now it's February. Y'all should know the answer to this. Um, personally, I would want to change the past. I feel that. Yeah, I don't want to change the past either. But I feel like it. You would. I would. I wouldn't want to change it because I feel like, like everything I am today came from where I was. So I would want to change it. I feel like who I am today, <clears throat> I can. Contribute that to what I went through in the past and all of my previous experiences. So I say change the past if I basically, if I know now, I would want to know now what I didn't know then. So you want to take your consciousness yeah. now and apply it to the past? Oh, I would go further back in time than I mean, me. I know where you come from. Hell yeah. Like, slavery. Slavery. But that all was the consciousness. What's your answer? I would Okay. Because even if you could go back and change the, the consciousness was still the same. So ultimately, I don't think the, the past will really change unless you have to change your consciousness. Mm -hmm. So you basically, if you know better, you'll do better. But you can't know better until the the mirror or whatever shows up. So I mean, I get like, especially the atrocity of slavery. That consciousness wasn't. That consciousness hasn't changed. It won't change. And then, unfortunately, the consciousness is still the same. I mean, we slip. But that's a whole other show. Where I still feel like we slaves now. Yeah, that's not necessarily a Claire Huxtable show, <coughs> mm -hmm. but I'll yeah. feel you. Yeah, we okay. Now. All right, quickly. Um, and and again, you know, we um, we got five questions apiece. Um, quickly, would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest regret? <laughs> Brianna, you can go first. <laughs> Take the heat off, eh? Uh, I'm sorry. I have okay, the question is, would you rather... Okay. <clears throat> would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest regret? Biggest wish. Really? Yeah. How selfish. How? Well, why wouldn't you want to... I'm playing with you. Go ahead, explain. Um, <laughs> because I feel like... I guess it kind of is tied to why Erica doesn't want to go back. Like, I feel like... The issue, I can always look back as a lesson. Mm -hmm. So I learned, so I'm moved past it. So He's now I'm ready for my wish. I want, I'd rather have my wish. Make up with the hundred. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who want to tackle number three? All right, so this um, is. Well, we oh yeah, we still got to answer. Yeah, yeah. Point. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would rather fulfill my biggest wish. Because similar to what you said, I mean, you're. Past regrets, like, I mean, that's water under the bridge. I mean, I'm looking forward. I won't. But your right. biggest regret, though. I don't know if you have one, but if you think about the, like the the biggest regret, like the really the thing that really like you know like oh man, I wish I could fix that. Would you rather you know fulfill your biggest wish or your biggest regret? No, because you could probably fix your biggest regret with your biggest wish. So I would go with my biggest wish. Yeah, the old. Oh, that's smart. Wish. That's right. 
Tricky. She like she the she okay. the like she know, like that dude I wish that for uh, the genie. It's like I wish for a million wishes. Uh, it like, don't work like, like that. Bah! Don't work like that. Aladdin. <laughs> right. You stupid. Don't work like that, Aladdin. I've heard about you. Okay. Wait, it's on. All right. So this is the last question. <laughs> This is interesting. Would you rather be just friends with someone you are madly in love with or marry someone you hate? I think that's an easy one, actually. Yeah. <coughs> just friends? I think just friends. Just friends. I mean, just because you're friends, something you can't do. Okay. And yes, it does. You're friends. <coughs> I mean, friend, I mean, how do you define friends? Why are you going to be married to somebody that you hate and still do what you want to do. I feel like that's torture. I'm not about to be See, yeah. <clears throat> and, and not to cut you off, but if you think about the question, you know, and I mean, and it doesn't matter how 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 quickly you read it, but if you think about it, would you rather be just friends with someone you are madly in love with? That's somebody you can't marry mm -hmm. than to be with, you know, than to marry somebody you hate. Because I feel like if you marry somebody like that's torture and then ultimately I want to have a you don't think torture is being madly in love with somebody you could never have? Yeah. No, because you can have them other ways. No. You can't have them. What if he chooses somebody else? Exactly. See, that's just it. You're looking at it from one that's perspective. That's torture. But you, I mean, just because you don't love them, don't mean that you can't move on. Madly, like, though. That shit hurts. It does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it does. But think about being with someone you hate. Like, that's like, You, you don't have to be with them physically. You can be married and not live in the same house. So you cheat on somebody your own life. Well, these are your choices. I would rather just be friends with somebody who I'm madly in love with because ultimately, if I'm madly, ultimately, I feel like if you're madly in love with somebody, if you really do love them, you want to see them happy. Girl, so it's definitely a happy with you know, else. if you're in love with somebody, you got all these feelings and emotions, you would not want to see him moved on. And but it happens. But it happens. And if they do, they do. But I don't want to be stuck with somebody who I hate. You don't have to be with them physically. Though. Yeah, you're it married. sounds like a Jennifer Lopez movie all day. You think so? Hey, Hell yeah, one of them. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know I, what? I need my peace of mind, so I'm not about to be somebody I hate. Quickly, oh. quickly, since that was the last question, quickly before we go on to the next segment, wait, you answer. Would you be? Would you rather be from a male perspective? Would you rather be madly in love with somebody that you could never have, you know? And I'm paraphrasing, or be married to somebody you hate? Hey, I would not want to be married to somebody I hate. I don't even really like the presence of people I hate. Absolutely. So okay. <laughs> Well, you know, rarely. hate is a strong term. Hate but is you a know. very strong term, but very rarely. It's a couple people. See, yes, it's chose, a couple people I that hate I would say. Hate seems more I would like say like it, it, it's when know. he say it, it's 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 definitely he's definitely insinuating on it, but it's definitely people that um, wreck my consciousness with the way that they make decisions in life, uh, they function in life, and they engage others. And some of it is because they embody traits that I'm working on in myself, back to that inner work, that's generally one of the strongest things that'll make you be like, God damn, this person is right. And then other than that, it's people that manifest things that I think are just so destructive to where I'm going and yeah, yeah. don't need to be around my spirit. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I, I mean, you know, quickly, I would rather be madly in love with somebody that I can't have. Now, it doesn't mean that I can't, you know, find happiness in somebody else. Mm -hmm. There's always that possibility. But I would never want to be, you know, I've always said this too. I would rather be, <clears throat> if I got married at 80 and I died at 90, I would rather have those 10 years 
of marital bliss or whatever you want to prepare, then then be married to somebody for 30 years and it'd be some bullshit or it'd be up and down. That's just how I look at it. So I'd rather be madly in love with somebody that I can have because then I would still be able to realize love, experience love, know what love is, even though I can't have it. And maybe find love in somebody else, just not as great or just not love them as much if you want to say that. Hate, <clears throat> hate is absolute. Like, right. Hate, hate is absolute. You know what I'm saying? That's but some so people... You know, some people again. You know, they choose. Uh, you yeah. know, marriage. And, and I think it's more like he's using that in, uh, in definitely the, you know, villain nice. sense, <coughs> right. comic book type sense more so than he's using okay. a comic okay. book type sense. Okay, All right, so segment yeah. three. Segment three is a trivia perspective. Uh, each of you all pick. Pick your poison. You all will pick this and... Go ahead, read it in the script. All right, so guests will pick from one through seven, each number representing a trivia category. Both guests will work as a team to answer trivia questions, 10 seconds per question. With each wrong answer, they must draw from the bowl and follow the instructions listed. Each will receive a dollar for every correct answer. Yes. Yep. <coughs> So there are seven categories. You have to pick a number, one through seven. Y'all can decide on what number you want to choose. Three. I was going to say three, too. Three? They are homies. Okay. The category is music. Why you got some copy of the music category? Nah, man, I don't have none of this. You got to answer that. Maceo has taken over for this segment. Okay. Okay, the category is music. Music trivia. Question number one. Who made the song Superwoman? Was it A, Sierra? B, Fantasia? C, Carrie Hilson? Or D, Alicia Keys? That is correct. I'll get it down. All right. Question number two. Question number two. No. In like, what year? Giving a dollar, giving a single dollar bill to women with clothes on. Ain't this progressive with black men? Yeah, just in 2017. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number two. You got 10 seconds. Question number two. What year did Aaliyah die? Was it 1996, 2001, C, I'm sorry, 1998, or D, 2000? 2001. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's all good. <coughs> Question number three: What music artist has a song titled "Never Too Much"? Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Luther Vandross, or Freddie Jackson? Luther Vandross. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Question number four. <laughs> Pick your poison, I can already tell. Michael Jackson appeared, I'm sorry, Michael Jackson starred in what two movies? Moonwalk. It's not multiple choice. Oh, Moonwalk. These are motion pictures, not the videos that he made. Not documentaries, uh, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. These, to clarify, these are motion pictures. These are not um, movies that Michael Jackson, you know, produced or made. Oh, okay. So there are two, and you have 10 seconds. 
They about to get this wrong because I'm thinking to myself, I know one. I don't even know the damn other one. My damn self. Did he start it? Motion pictures. Yeah, motion pictures. I know one. Come on now, y'all are losing the black cards right now. Oh, Jackson Five. The Wiz and Jackson Five. Okay, time's up. Final answer is you said the Jackson Five. Okay. And the Wiz. You are. Partly correct. The answer is the Wiz. And the second movie was Men in Black 2. He played the role what? of Agent M. Yes, that is right. That is pick your poison. <laughs> Are you going to pick for both of y'all or pick for yourself? <laughs> I don't even remember who questions from last week. <laughs> That's some wild shit, probably. You're picking for both of y'all? It don't matter. Okay, you got to read it out loud. Uh, go ahead. That's your poison. You got to read it out loud. Thank you, you man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's yeah. You got to read that. I'm sorry. Go okay. Ahead. Call the black person in your call history and tell them how excited you are about eating chicken wings. Yes, you have to do that on speakerphone. <laughs> Don't matter if it's Best Buy. You got to call them. And you had to put on speakerphone. And you can't tell her why you call, you just gotta call her. Sunday afternoon, her mama gonna be like, huh, what? What are you talking about? You gotta turn up loud, too. (laughs) Then, then, you know, don't matter. This is gonna be hilarious. Hit the go to voice. Hey, mama, what you doing? Okay, guess what? Like, I'm so happy. Like, I made chitlins today. I'm like so happy. What? I made chitlins today. All by myself. Like, I'm so happy. Like, I I, I cleaned them. I put hot sauce on them. Everything, mama. Like, they so fucking good. Yes. I'm like so. Yes, girl, I'm gonna eat them. I'm so happy, mama. Like, so happy. You don't even understand. Explain it later. <laughs> oh, let's go, Brie. That is hilarious. Same twinkle, twinkle, little star, while the other guests is beatboxing. This is all you. This, this is you right here. Somebody, who gonna beatbox? I got it. I can't beatbox. Okay. <coughs> My name is Peaches. That ain't a beatbox. <laughs> you better get no, busy. I don't, I now you either. Okay, are you gonna do the human beatbox or the Dougie Fresh version? <laughs> the human beatbox or the Dougie Fresh? I'm gonna try to do the Dougie Fresh. Or Rozelle. Yeah. You can do Rozelle. You can do that girl from BET. 
That's your sister. That's your sister. Your sister can spit on you. That's your sister. It's family. It's like your sister. Can I get somebody better? This shit is whack. Yo, <coughs> applause for that because I, I, I don't know. I, that was, uh, that was, I was thinking, I, I was thinking to myself, what are the words, twinkle, twinkle, little star, my damn self? Okay, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Y'all like that. Okay, uh, quickly, the next question is. Oh, did you put it back in there? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, we don't want to reuse it. Okay, um, let's take that. Okay, the next question is finish this lyric. Everybody come looking real fine, fresh from the barbershop. No, I'm sorry. Okay, let me give y'all a little bit of preference, just in case okay. you don't know. This is from the song Summertime. Oh, yeah. Will Smith. Okay, so I'm going to go. Everybody come looking real fine. Fresh from the barbershop. Hold on, hold on. Is it A, fresh from the beauty salon, straight from the nail salon, fly from the beauty salon, or looking fine with their hair done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with A. Deductive reasoning. <laughs> I'm gonna go with A. Okay, so A. You were saying that it goes. Everybody come looking real fine. Fresh from the barbershop, fresh from the beauty salon. Y'all yeah. agree? What, what, was the other, what was the other salon one? Okay, was it fresh from the beauty salon, straight from the beauty, I'm sorry, fresh from the beauty salon, straight from the nail salon, fly from the beauty salon, looking fine fly with their the hair done. Fly from the beauty salon, fly from the beauty salon. Okay, that is correct. Y'all got lucky, I shouldn't let y'all get that. Okay. <laughs> Let me see. I think that's it. No, that's we it got for one, trivia. We got one more. Hold on, one, one more trivia. One. One? Yeah, yeah, it's one more. Okay. Okay. And what year did? Okay, this is the last question. And what year did Alicia Keys release her first album? Was it 2009, 2000? Two, one. You said 2000? It was 2001. Oh, 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 oh. Pick your poison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is sick. Okay. Oh, host choice. Well, you can go ahead. I don't even remember all the poisons. Uh, no, 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 no. It's the host choice. So you get to randomly. I'll let you go. She, she, uh, uh, e or Erica uh, chose uh, host choice. Okay, E. She uh, she chose host choice. So it's our choice. I'll let you go ahead and decide what she got to do. What she should do. Uh, I don't know. I'm, see, I'm not good with this off color stuff. Um, I have no idea. Anything? I have no <coughs> random idea. I got something. 
Yeah, like I said, you better at this. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. See, I wasn't good at uh, Truth Dare Double Dare. Or what, okay. what, what was it? You got a Facebook uh, account? You got a Facebook account? I never was good at Dare. It was, yeah. You got a Facebook account? Yeah, probably. Pardon? My church member probably. Do you? That's fine. Okay. <laughs> My church member. <laughs> okay. Log in, this is what I want you to do. We're going to have E log into Facebook. Okay. Go into your inbox. And I want you to read, we'll say what, three or five? The fifth inbox or the third? Oh, come on. Say the third. Okay, let's read. I want you to read out loud the but third say inbox. From you, say from a guy. Say from a guy. The third inbox that you got from a guy. The third inbox? <clears throat> yeah. From the top, from your let's most see, recent. Let's see how real the thirsty is oh, in the see, 2017. This is my church member. Oh, see? Go ahead. What like church that? dudes ain't thirsty. Me. Um, let me give out some a little backstory. I've been having heart troubles or whatever, so I'm just going back to mm. the doctor. So I asked him personally. I said, "Hey, David, I want to thank you for praying for me." No, that's him. Here's the real oh, inbox to you. You got us, sis. No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. This is not your inbox to him. This would be somebody sending an inbox, inbox to you. Me? Yeah, first. Mm. Yeah, the third engaged. most recent. Yeah, there we go. They the engaged. third most recent. Mm. No cheating. Yeah. He inboxed you first. Hey, beautiful. Hey, hey lovely. Sexy. Hey, sexy. I don't have so you don't have any inboxes from anybody? Really? I deleted them. I don't either. I only talk to people that I know on Tragedy. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I guess we don't get no juice. Then you ain't got nothing juicy? Text message. Last time. I got one. <laughs> like, text message? Well, you want to do text message or Facebook, social media? Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Yes, let's go. Text message, no names. Oh, just go message? ahead. Yeah, the text message, the third text message you just got from a guy. She will not be posting this on her Facebook page. The last, the last yeah. text message I got the from innocent. Guy? No, the third. The innocent is not going to be saved text. with this yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, third innocent. different guy. Not the last text you got from a guy. Not I the second to the last. The w Y D. Okay, we'll read. Okay. W Y D. Yeah, I wasn't talking tragedy so you don't have no text messages not from a guy I, was, oh. I, I just ended up I just ended a relationship so all my text it could be whatever like there's nothing in here from a guy oh, okay yeah I was thankful I was tragedy let's go Brie what you got you all you all you all say everything you say for the next five minutes say that again though we were kind of talking say laughing. you heard me after everything I say for the next five minutes we'll say absolutely you heard me. Right. I would like to do something, but I was thankful. No, that's fine. That's cool. Ain't that right? That was fine. <laughs> you forgot to say you heard. I'm sorry. You heard me. No, what did you say before that? You said it was something. I got angry. I'm sorry. You, heard you sorry? Me? What? You heard me? You heard me? Oh no, you didn't okay, say. Okay, you, you heard me. No, you say I'm sorry. You heard me? Yeah. Say it. Sorry, you heard me. Okay, there you go. What you got? crazy. But you didn't say you heard me. You heard me. There you go. Get into that routine. Crazy. As as the show has definitely gone in the <laughs> realms of more tomfoolery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the last segment though. Seg uh, you didn't, All right, I was trying to get I was trying to get where you were going with this segment. And off the cuff? Yeah, off the cuff. Explain what you mean by this. Okay. Off the cuff is a segment where we entertain questions from Instagram or Twitter, which we are uh, working on that user account. So right yeah, now. so now they get to ask us a question, basically. <laughs> no, well, actually, well, you can if you like, but I should go live on Facebook. Well, because you know that's the video, and our presentation ain't where we want to be yet. But <clears throat> that's coming later. But the question is, I mean, well, yeah, okay. But the question was, 
one of the per, uh, one of the, uh, the uh, her name is uh, Talisha, and she uh, heard the show Ooh. from before, and she said. Her question was to me, it said, Maceo, you kept skating around questions like Trump's cabinet, laugh out loud. Your alternative facts of not all the way single versus being single versus somewhat single is a mess. You leave, you leave those gray areas for future use and to make a point later to get out of situations created by selfishness. Is this Talisha that I know too? Yeah, Talisha that we know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, Sounds to address like that, I told her I was going to address it. There is no gray area. What up, Talisha? The question was, you know, uh, with, with the um, the previous guest, um, Vanessa, when she said, you know, when I was explaining my relationship status, and I said, the question was, was I single or absolutely single? Now, me and Way, we define absolutely single and single two different ways. Now, we're going to get into this the whole time. We're going to do a, a back and forth. EPMD, run DMC. Now, I'll just throw a scenario Scoop out there. Scrap. If if I'm out here dating people but not in a committed relationship, am I absolutely single or single? Wait. You single. Absolutely. Okay, now, if I'm out here and I'm not entertaining anybody on any level, socially or personally, am I single or absolutely single? Absolutely single. Okay, there it is. Now, if I'm getting text messages. And also, <laughs> and also, absolutely single has a time period too. So it's forty-five days back because you know people can say I'm absolutely single as of eight o'clock, and it's like uh, you just got out smashed. So it does not count. It's forty-five days back. So if you can count forty-five days back where you weren't entertaining anybody, you were dry and you will buy your damn self. Yeah, because you're, give not, take 30, you're not going on any dates or anything. Forty-five days back. Yeah. 45 yeah, to 90 days single. is, you know, that's pretty much the window where everybody want to come back for the re-up. You may entertain going back to some bullshit or just We're fuck around with the fuck around until you move on to somebody else. Not 45 days. Well, because I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just my window. <laughs> yeah, know, it has to be over yeah, a month. A month and a half to three months, you know, because sometimes they yeah, go say and, they, and they go link up with somebody and then they come back and they realize the yeah. other person wasn't shit. You know, so they want to come back Especially and say, what's like up? That means you're not absolutely <laughs> single because exactly. if you're, you're still single. engaging, mm-hmm. you're just single. Yeah. Even if it's just text, Meaning phone it could be text, phone calls, meet for you show up at uh, they, they, they mama graduation, whatever. Still if got you're your still connection, in the presence ties with the family, of the, family the friends, or right. anything associated that with that person, you are single. Right. Absolutely <laughs> single means. Is you ain't checking for nobody. Yeah, basically, nobody checking for you. yeah, you you could uh you could walk anywhere in public. You could go to the white party with that woman or that guy. It ain't got to worry about. You worried about being like, whoa, break, shit, bathroom break. break. Yeah, <laughs> and hiding in the booth. I'm sorry. I mean, my my rule is 45 days. Yeah, wait, rule is 45 days. Mine is 45, but some people's maybe. Within hours, and some men you know, definitely are. But there's always like there's always like like Way is saying he said 45 days, you know, and it's loose, you know, yeah. give or take. But it's like it's always that resi- potential of a residual relationship, yeah. you know, reoccurring, you know, or, or something manifesting from that. And so we just yeah. saying that's usually the window where you either gonna re up and make it happen, or just gonna fizzle out and ain't gonna be nothing. But meanwhile, you still you may meet a person 
or uh, meet somebody that you see as potential. And so you say you're single, but you still kind of entertaining with this other person. Or you're still kind of sleeping with them yeah. before you meet somebody else and start sleeping with them. Or you could be sleeping with, okay, just suppose this. I'm going to let you speak. Suppose you're in a relationship and y'all broke up, okay? And it's been about two, three weeks, you know, you're itching and you want to fuck around. So you call old boy and y'all fuck around, right? But you had already met somebody in that three weeks. Now, okay? So you you still messing around with your ex. Nothing is coming from the relationship, but you you're still single, sleep. Right, you're but you're single, not absolutely single because you're, you're sleeping with your ex. someone else, but you're also Because the new guy is too new for you to have sex with. with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're single, not absolutely single. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all. Did you have something to say? Um, kind of, it was kind of a topic. Me and my friends were talking about how guys always come back. Like, is that like, what's the mindset behind that? Like, you break up with a guy, you, you know, two months, maybe even two weeks. Like, the guys always come back. Like, what's the mindset behind feeling like you're just able to just like step back in that person's life? It was emotional decision. He just made an. It's just, most men like we and wait all the time. Most men don't really. They think logically, not emotionally. So that decision that he made, he was in his feelings and he made an emotional decision and he regretted. And he was posturing and playing his role. Like, you know, that shit don't matter, shit don't hurt. And it really was. And so then, you know, two weeks later, he really in his feelings because he was listening to some R&B or something. And Chris Brown told him, nigga, go back and try to holler at your girl. And then he did it and it's just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You know, I've been kind of missing you and shit. You know, let's, let's link up. That know? is so funny that I can't even process how much I want to laugh. That's real. That's the way it is. I mean, that's the, that ain't me. I mean, that's how I be. You know, listen to some R and B, and it be like, yo, my I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Party next door. You know, it was an emotional decision. L.J. Reynolds. Well, I mean, damn, man, you, man. you in the geriatric <laughs> section? Well, no. to the world. Well, no. Well, hold on. You Wait. Hold on. I'm not saying it. It's Chris Brown. The point I'm making is, hey, look, Johnny Taylor was kicking some wisdom. Look, we okay. Well, then I'm gonna. It is cheaper to keep it. Hold on. The point I'm trying to make is, regardless of where the motivation came from, regardless of where the motivation came from. Nigga was listening to some R and B and he I'm got just, to his feelings. Yeah. I'm just laughing man. at that shit, man. That's funny. I, I know I'm just saying, but That's I mean, hilarious. I just see Chris Brown because that you know, well, Chris Brown would probably be like, "Fuck it and move on on some real shit." I don't know. I don't know. Chris Brown. That's Twitter. Chris Brown. I don't know. That's Twitter. You never know. You yeah, never but he ain't know. making. No, well, I guess he do make some songs about it. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. He needs to focus on this fight against Soldier Boy right now. Team one, really. <laughs> All right, as we get into the outro, um, I'm going to leave everyone with the lesson of the day. And this is my message. The topic is inconsistency. Uh, I'm sorry, inconsistency, and it kind of ties into uh, you know the, the, the subject of today's show. And um, I'll start with: they say inconsistency is the greatest weakness of human nature in retail. The poor performance of any item you purchase is cause for an exchange or return. Yet often we accept the inconsistent behavior of another within a relationship far beyond its time. 
Although relationships are voluntary, we should have the same expectancy of efficiency. Avoid being an inconsistent part of someone's life. And that's my message. All right. And then in my wrap up, I'm going to say that next week we have another very interesting show as we kind of pick up a couple different topics about it was this uh, whole video where it was like that weird looking dude that looked like the weekend saying he cheated on his woman or whatever oh, and she was crying and shit so we have a, a definite 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 discussion on that I think it was all a scripted whole thing that yeah. went went wild and viral and we'll be talking about that with one of my uh, closest of homies and over time we've disagreed many a times on the male woman discussion thing as we continue this whole searching for Claire Huxtable thing and we have some very very special episodes to come hey Ginger I know you listening we gonna have that sex toy uh, episode coming up soon so that will be I think one of the funniest episodes ever so keep listening keep tuned keep checking for us maceo we out peace out